Welcome to another edition of the Morning Devotional. My name is Pastor William Hill, the pastor of Providence Presbyterian Church located in Evansville, Indiana. Today is Friday, December 15th, 2023, and this is edition number eight of season nine as we continue looking at the book of Deuteronomy. Let's pray first and we'll consider chapter eight together uh, in this devotional. Let's pray. Father, as we again come to your word and come to sit at the feet of the words that you have given to us, that we might learn from them, that we might have guidance in our lives. We thank you that you've given us your word, this word that is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, that which is profitable for us, for all scripture is breathed out by you. We pray that you would give us guidance, your spirit, he would teach us and strengthen us, that you'd forgive us for our sins and the ways in which we fall short of all that you have commanded. We pray uh, that through the teaching of your word, uh, your people would be strengthened for the battle as pilgrims in this world. These things we commit to you, ask of you, uh, thanking you for being our Father and guiding us for Christ's sake. Amen. Well, we now come to chapter 8 of our examination of the book of Deuteronomy. Of course, we're doing this very devotionally, so I'm leaving a lot of things out and trying to just focus in on some primary issues or primary matters that are uh, contained within the chapter. Chapter 8 continues Moses' exposition of the Decalogue or the Ten Commandments. He's still dealing with the first two commandments, chapter 8. I'm just going to read the first 10 verses, make some comments um, on them, and then summarize the remaining uh, words of the chapter. So, verse 1 of Deuteronomy chapter 8 The whole commandment that I command you today, you shall be careful to do that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land that the Lord swore to give to your fathers. And you shall remember the whole law that the Lord your God has led you these 40 years in the wilderness. I'm sorry, that was terrible. Let's try this again. Verse 1. That wasn't a very good reading. Verse 1. The whole commandment that I command you today, you shall be careful to do, that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land that the Lord swore to give to your fathers. And you shall remember the whole way that the Lord your God has led you these 40 years in the wilderness, that he might humble you, testing you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. And he humbled you and let you hunger and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that, the, that man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Your clothing did not wear out on you, and your foot did not swell these 40 years Know then in your heart that as a man disciplines his son, the Lord your God disciplines you. So you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God by walking in his way and by fearing him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land of brooks, of water, of fountains and springs, flowing out in the valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive trees and honey, a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity, in which you will lack nothing, a land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills you can dig copper, and you shall eat and be full, and you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. So just a few comments on this opening section. There are some remarkable items here that are given. Moses again reminds the second generation of the people of Israel how uh, they had wandered, how God had led them. He led them by that pillar of fire and that that cloud uh, as he guided their path. He led them for 40 years in the wilderness and he did this that he might humble them. That is that he might teach them to depend upon their God, upon the God of heaven. 
And so he tested them to know what was in your heart. Now, it's important to note here that God was not somehow ignorant of what was in their heart. He, of course, knows those things. However, we often do not know what is in our heart until we are tested, until we are tried. Uh, We don't really have a good grasp of what remains in us, and those things get fleshed out, they get pushed to the surface, and we're able to then deal with them. And so he tested them to see what was in their heart, whether they would keep his commandments or not. Now, oftentimes in our lives, we are going to be tested uh, there, are going to be, there are going to be circumstances that uh, we will face as Christians. Whether we're going to do the right thing, that is to say the thing that God has told us to do, or whether we are not going to do the right thing. And it's important that we always do the right thing, regardless of the circumstances that are before us. And so he tests them to see if they would keep his commandments or not, humbles them, even let them hunger, that they might learn to depend upon him, cry out to him, for their daily bread. And so, you know the story. He fed them with manna, um, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know. Uh, They did not have knowledge of this. This was unusual. This was a unique feeding of God for the people. This manna that came down from heaven that they might learn that Uh, that to live not by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Now, those words are very familiar, and they should be very familiar to you, because these are the words that Jesus used in Matthew chapter 4, when he was tempted in the wilderness by Satan. And there we read in Matthew 4, beginning with verse 1, Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. Now, this 40 days and 40 nights, this parallels the 40 years of wilderness wandering of the people that, Deuteron- that Moses is preaching to in Deuteronomy chapter 8. And he was hungry. Note, he was hungry, they were hungry. And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written... Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Now, it's not that God isn't concerned about our physical needs. We get hungry, he feeds us. But he wants us to understand that it is not that alone that we we need in this life. We need the very bread of life, the word of God, given to us. So we are body and soul, and so we need both. They're both essential to our existence. And so it's there that we come to learn and understand and know the mind of God that we might live holy lives before him. Notice also that their clothing did not wear out. God provides for them. He provides their physical needs. He takes care of that. And this, of course, is an act of the triune God. Their clothing did not wear out. I know you parents that may be watching this, you think, man, that would be really nice. You buy your clothing for your children and that's it. No more having to buy clothes. But you know how that works. And So you're regularly doing that, but in this case, their clothing did not wear out, and God took care of them, that he might bring them into a good land. Now, because these things are all true, here in the first 10 verses, Moses, as it were, lays before the people the blessings that God has given to them. And then he says to them in verse 11, take care lest you forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments, his rules, and his statutes, which I command you today. And so it's important that we respond to the kindness of God 
giving to us his word and taking care of our provisional, our, our, our bodies, our, our temporal needs, that we respond to him in love by obeying that which uh, he has told us to do. And of course, with that, there comes a warning in verse 19. If you forget the Lord your God and go after other gods and serve them and worship them. Now this echoes the first and second commandments. I solemnly warn you today that you, you shall share, surely perish. Like the nations that the Lord makes to perish before you, so shall you perish because you would not obey the voice of the Lord your God. And so, as professing Christians, we know the law of God that has been implanted into us, the desire of the Spirit of God, that the Spirit of God gives us that desire to do what God has told us. And we do that out of humble acknowledgement and thanksgiving to God for what He has done. But, but if we wander into sin, then of course the response is to repent of that sin, turn away from it, look to the Lord Jesus Christ, and be, be forgiven. But if we persist in our sin and we continue to pursue idolatry and all of its forms, we continue to pursue sins, the body and the mind, to our own destruction, then we are proving that we are not one of his people. So it's vitally important that we understand this. But here this chapter gives to us the very blessings of God in the first 10 verses, and then the responsibilities that we have there in verses 11 uh, through 20. Watch us. These times are helpful for you. If you have any comments or questions, you can leave me a note. The way to reach me is there before you on the screen. And so until the Monday edition, when we consider Deuteronomy chapter 9, may the Lord help you today to walk according to his ways. God bless.